Chapter Seventy Three of the Queen's Necklace by Alexandre Dumas, translated by Henry L. Williams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Bonapuy, Prince Nadine, Rohan je suis. Ah! cried the Queen immediately they entered. You have brought a reinforcement, Monsieur Boma. So much the better. Boma kneeled at her feet, and Bossange followed his example. Gentlemen, said she, I have now grown calm, and an idea has come into my head which has modified my opinion with regard to you. It seems to me that we have both been duped. Ah, madame, you suspect me no longer. Forger was a dreadful word. No, I do not suspect you now. Does your majesty suspect anyone else? Reply to my questions. You say you have not these diamonds? No, madame, we have not. It then matters little to you that I sent them. That is my affair. Did you not see madame de Lamotte? Yes, madame. And she gave you nothing from me? No, madame, she only said to us, wait. But this letter who brought it an unknown messenger during the night she rang and a servant entered send for madame de lamotte and continued the queen to monsieur burma did you see monsieur de rohan yes madame he paid us a visit in order to ask good said the queen i wish to hear no more now but if he be mixed up with this affair, I think you need not despair. I think I can guess what Madame de Lamotte meant by saying, Wait. Meanwhile, go to Monsieur de Rohan and tell him all you have told us, and that I know it. The jewellers had a renewed spark of hope. Only Bassange said that the receipt was a false one, and that that was a crime. True, replied Marie Antoinette. If you did not write it, it is a crime. But to prove this, I must confront you with the person whom I charged to return you the jewels. Whenever your majesty pleases, we do not fear the test. Go first to Monsieur de Rohan. He alone can enlighten you. And will your majesty permit us to bring you his answer? Yes, but I dare say I shall know all before you do. When they were gone, she was restless and unquiet, and dispatched courier after courier for Madame de Lamotte. We will, however, leave her for the present and follow the jewellers in their search after the truth. The cardinal was at home, reading with a rage impossible to describe a little note which Madame de Lamotte had just sent him, as she said, from Versailles. It was harsh, forbidding any hope ordering him to think no more of the past, not to appear again at Versailles, and ending with an appeal to his loyalty not to attempt to renew relations which were become impossible. "'Coquette! Capricious! Perfidious!' cried he. "'Here are four letters which she has written to me, each more unjust and tyrannical than the other. She encouraged me only for a caprice!' and now sacrifices me to a new one. 
It was at this moment that the jewelers presented themselves. Three times he refused them admittance, and each time the servant came back saying that they would not go without an audience. "'Let them come in, then,' said he. "'What means this rudeness, gentlemen? No one owes you anything here.' The jewelers, driven to despair, made a half-menacing gesture. "'Are you mad?' asked the cardinal. "'Monseigneur,' replied Burma with a sigh, "'do us justice, and do not compel us to be rude to an illustrious prince.' "'Either you are not mad, in which case my servants shall throw you out of the window, "'or you are mad, and they shall simply push you out of the door.' "'Monseigneur, we are not mad, but we have been robbed.' "'What is that to me? I am not lieutenant of police.' "'But you have had the necklace in your hands, and in justice.' "'The necklace?' Is it the necklace that is stolen? Yes, Monseigneur. Well, what does the Queen say about it? She sent me to you. She is very amiable, but what can I do, my poor fellows? You can tell us, Monseigneur, what has been done with it? I? Doubtless. Do you think I stole the necklace from the queen? It is not the queen from whom it was stolen. Mon dieu! From whom, then? The queen denies having had it in her possession. How? She denies it. But I thought you had an acknowledgment from her. She says it is a forged one. Decidedly, you are mad! cried the cardinal. "'We simply speaks the truth.' "'Then she denied it because someone was there.' "'No, Monseigneur, and this is not all. Not only does the Queen deny her own acknowledgment, but she produced a receipt from us, purporting that we had received back the necklace.' "'A receipt from you?' "'Which also is a forgery, Monsieur le Cardinal.' You know it. A forgery, and I know it. Assuredly, for you came to confirm what Madame de Lamotte had said, and you knew that we had sold the necklace to the Queen. Come, said the Cardinal, this seems a serious affair. This is what I did. First, I bought the necklace of you for Her Majesty. "'And paid you one hundred thousand francs?' "'True, Monseigneur.' "'Afterwards you told me that the Queen had acknowledged the debt in writing "'and fixed the periods of payment.' "'We said so. Will your eminence look at this signature?' "'He looked at it and said directly, "'Marie Antoinette of France? "'You have been deceived, gentlemen. "'This is not her signature.' She is of the house of Austria. Then, cried the jewellers, Madame de Lamotte must know the forger and the robber. The cardinal appeared struck with this. 
he acted like the queen he rang and said send for madame de lamotte his servants went after jeanne's carriage which had not long left the hotel monsieur burma continued but where is the necklace how can i tell cried the cardinal i gave it to the queen i know no more we must have our necklace and our money cried the jewellers gentlemen this is not my business it is madame de lamotte cried they in despair who has ruined us i forbid you to accuse her here some one must be guilty some one wrote the forged papers was it i asked monsieur de rohan haughtily monseigneur we do not wish to say so well who then monseigneur we desire an explanation wait till i have one myself but monseigneur what are we to say to the queen for she accused us at first what does she say now she says that either you or madame de lamotte has the necklace for she has not well replied the cardinal pale with rage and shame go and tell her no tell her nothing there is scandal enough but to-morrow i officiate at the chapel at versailles when i approach the queen come to us i will ask her again if she has the necklace and you shall hear what she replies if she denies it before me then gentlemen i am a rohan and will pay and with these words pronounced with an indescribable dignity he dismissed them end of chapter seventy three recording by john van stan savannah georgia